Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. It is currently about 6.30 in the morning, and I am sitting down to do a little bit of recording before I get going with the day which is honestly super fitting for today's topic, which is all about how I became a morning person. And if I'm being completely honest, I wasn't always someone who enjoyed waking up early, and I really don't think that anyone should feel the need to be. But I do know that I do get a lot more done when I get up early, so that usually means I have more free time to relax and just kind of do whatever I want later on in the day. And honestly, I was willing to make that trade, wake up earlier to get more done, to have more free time later on. That to me was worth it. And so that's really what sparked my want and need to become a morning person. But before we jump into today's topic, I just wanted to brief you guys on a couple of things. I'm thinking of starting some sort of segment at the beginning of each podcast, something that I maybe like during the week, a product that I like, or a habit that I'm trying to work on. And I think that because of the nature of this podcast, we're going to be talking about our habits a lot, since it seems like a lot of us, including myself, um, want to build habits that are really, I guess, sustainable for our lifestyles. And so I think that this would be a good time to do almost like an accountability check with each other to see, you know, how we're doing, how are you doing on your goals. So that might be my little weekly segment um, that I do before we jump into just kind of like the core of today's podcast. I think I'll just brief on what my goals are right now, how I'm doing with them, any habits that I'm either doing well with or struggling with. And I just think this will be a good way for us to talk about them on a more kind of realistic level other than me just saying at the beginning of each month, hey, here's what I'm trying to achieve this month. So I think it'll be fun for us to be almost like accountability partners in a way. If you have any goals or habits that you're looking to achieve or build in your own lives, feel free to DM me them over on Instagram or something like that. And we can definitely talk about them there because I'd love to hear about what you're trying to achieve in your own life. And hopefully that we can just kind of inspire each other to keep going and to continue making progress. Let's get into a little bit of a check-in, like I just mentioned. So we're going to try this out. Let me know if you guys like this. Again, this podcast is still fairly new, so I'm just trying things out. And if you guys like something or don't like something, just let me know and I'll totally work this around so it benefits you the most and you're able to gain the most value from these podcasts. So while I grab my bullet journal, I had it right next to me. I just kind of want to look into some of my goals for the week um, so we just can kind of do that little recap. So my weekly goals for this week were to finish all the work before I left for my trip, post one to two per day on all socials, and then wake up before 8 a.m. every day this week. So as far as my work is going this week, it's been a bit of a struggle. I definitely didn't... I started off the week pretty strong, but I have been procrastinating a few of my bigger projects, so that hasn't been the best. I think it's one of those things where because something seems really intimidating, you just don't want to get started on it, which kind of sucks because if I would just get started on it, then it wouldn't be stressing me out the way it is now. So I do have to finish that today, actually, and I thought that starting the day with a podcast would just kind of get me in the mindset of creating content and really just put me in tune with that energy of creativity. So that's what we're doing now. But aside from that, as far as posting on socials go, I really want to make sure that I'm sharing content that you guys like. So I have been doing an okay job at posting one to two posts every day. I rarely miss a day, but sometimes I don't hit that two posts a day mark that I think I would love to reach at some points. Also really fitting with today's podcast is waking up before 8am every single day. And that I have been successful with for this week and for pretty much much this whole month now. I 
set my goal originally to wake up at 6 a.m., but then I realized that it wasn't always achievable for me, and I either went to bed too late certain nights, and I just didn't want to sacrifice being tired the whole day just to get up an hour or so earlier. So I ended up changing that goal to wake up before 8 a.m. instead of wake up at 6 a.m. I feel like with that little bit of a two-hour flexibility, I'm still able to get most of my work done in the morning that I want to get done without the added pressure of needing to wake up at a certain time in order to achieve one of my weekly goals which we'll talk about more later on today because I definitely want to do a little bit of a deep dive on the pressures of waking up early because I think that that's something that I am extremely well versed in after years of feeling the pressure to wake up early or at a certain time in order to meet your own expectations, the expectations of others, or so forth. And then as far as habits that I'm really working on building, I am on a little bit of a health kick right now, which means I am trying to really watch what I'm eating. I do struggle with bloat a lot, and so something that I've been trying to do lately is identify what foods usually cause that bloat in me. I know that we're all really big on talking about gut health right now, so I definitely have fallen into that a lot, and I'm just trying to figure out what works with my body. So that's one habit that I'm trying to get in the habit of, is just eating a a little bit better and being more mindful about what I'm putting in my body. So I've been doing pretty good with that so far this month. And then another habit that I am going to be trying to start as soon as I get back from this trip um, is walking 10,000 steps a day. I was being pretty good with walking 8,000 steps a day, but at a certain point, because I do walk on a treadmill while I do my work, it just didn't feel like it was enough of a goal. So I do think I'm gonna up it to 10,000. I do hear quite a few people say that that's a goal that they have as well. So let me know how you're working on achieving that because technically for most of my workday, I could just be sitting down at a desk and on my computer or on my phone. So it doesn't really make sense for me to have a super, super big step goal, but because I am trying to be more active in like more I guess relaxing ways like walking. I do a morning walk with my dog, evening walks, but then I want to incorporate something else to where I feel a little bit more challenged to achieve like a fitness goal in that way. So when I walk on the treadmill while doing my work in the morning, it's not something that I do every single day, but more so when I need that extra burst of motivation to actually get my stuff done. Working on a treadmill has completely changed my life and if I could do it for longer, I would. But because I like to walk at like a little bit of a faster pace while working and stuff like that, it's not always something that I could see myself doing for six hours. I can definitely do it for like maybe one to three hours and then I'll either take a break or I just won't go back on for the rest of the day. But anyways, I'm just trying to get more steps in my day and I think that a lot of us are trying to do a very similar thing of trying to get like organic movement. So let me know what you know, your ideas are for that. I have heard some people say that walking to the store works for them because they're able to get, you know, a mile in each way, two miles in each way. But honestly, I don't know if it's just the proximity or how hot it is where I live, but I don't, Las Vegas isn't really walkable. It isn't somewhere where I can just like decide to go out and walk somewhere necessarily. I just feel like a lot of it is meant for cars. And so where I'm at, there's not exactly a ton of sidewalks except for in like certain places. So I don't know if that would make total sense for me, but do let me know your suggestions for that. Oh, and one more thing. I, on top of the whole like goals and habits segment that I want to start at the beginning of each podcast, I also want to hear if you're eating or drinking anything right now. I usually drink some sort of little bevy, some sort of beverage with every podcast. And today I'm drinking my morning coffee because um, like I said, it is pretty early in the morning right now. But I am completely obsessed with making this. It is 
a base of cold brew and then you add in some heavy cream like little blended on top and then i think i added like two pumps of vanilla and it's in one of those starbucks re reusable bottles so i'm able to like put the two pumps in and it's still not super sweet but it's sweet enough to where you can taste the vanilla but my favorite drink at starbucks at the moment is the vanilla sweet cream cold brew and i found that this recipe is like the closest i can get to it so if you're a barista let me know how they make that because i just i love that stuff so anyways that's what i'm drinking let me know what you like to drink when you're listening to a podcast or where you listen to it are you at work are you on your drive are you just getting ready for the day or maybe winding down for the nights wherever you are right now i hope that you're having a good time sending you great vibes and let's go ahead and jump into today's topic so like i said i wasn't necessarily someone who called themselves a morning person it was more so something that i almost forced myself into being so growing up when i was in high school and everything like that my entire family woke up really early so there was always this pressure to continue to wake up early even going into college and postgrad and everything like that and i'm sure that's pretty normal like if you are surrounded by people who wake up early you're probably going to want to wake up a little bit earlier too just because they're up you want to be up i don't know if there's any psychology behind that but that's basically how it played out for me and all throughout school, I was definitely an all-nighter type of gal. I would have very little regard for work hours in that sense, and I think that after I established boundaries for myself as far as when I want to start work and stop work for the day, it really started to change my mindset of it, and I was actually able to get more done in the mornings than I ever was late at night, and so for me, that was a really powerful realization because that's when I finally came to my senses in the sense that it wasn't realistic for me to continue trying to stay up all night to meet deadlines. It was better if I created some sort of meaningful routine that I could do every morning that would start my workday off stronger. That way I wouldn't be so stressed every single night going to bed like that. Honestly, I think it got to a point where it wasn't necessarily healthy. I would be going to bed really stressed every night because of work. I either it was just too close to the deadline for comfort or maybe I just didn't get it done. And that never really meant that I was going to have good sleep that night. So there was a couple of reasons for me wanting to become a morning person, that external influence of my family being morning people, and then also just that realization of I think that me waking up earlier in the morning will benefit my life in a multitude of ways. And after I really started to incorporate these habits that we're going to talk about today, I did really start to see a difference in how I felt, how I performed, and everything like that. So here's how I became a morning person, and I did break this down into four steps for you guys. That way, if you want to incorporate it into your own life or anything like that, it's super easy to do, and you're able just to reference back and regroup on these four tips that really did help me become the morning person that is sitting here right now. Now, the first step is to establish a bedtime, and this one I'm sure is pretty well spoken about. Everyone who I've seen talk about morning routines say that your morning routine really does start the night before, and I'm a super Super big proponent of this because it's just honestly really true even if you don't want it to be true your morning routine really does start the night before your morning starts the night before however you want to phrase that it's super true so Establishing some sort of bedtime has been really, really crucial for me being able to wake up early. I've learned that I do need seven to eight hours of sleep in order to feel my absolute best. And there was a certain point in my life where I didn't need that much sleep, where I felt like six hours was enough, but that time is definitely not now. And especially if you're taking all things into consideration, including your long-term health, it's important that you are taking that time to 
rest during the night and your whole kind of sleep cycle is improving. So establishing a bedtime is my best tip for this. Now, what I don't recommend here is establishing some sort of bedtime that is a little bit too harsh. So the mistake that I made at the very beginning of this whole trying to become a morning person thing was saying, okay, I'm going to be in bed asleep by 9.30. And what ended up happening was I was a little bit too harsh on myself. And so I wasn't able to establish this routine as well as maybe I would have been able to if I would have been given myself a less harsh deadline, if that makes sense. So what I used to say was I want to be in bed asleep by 9.30. But now what I say is, okay, between the hours of 9 and 11 is when my night routine should take place. Giving yourself that little bit of time gap and time block really does relieve that stress from your mind because what ended up happening for me was maybe I would go out with friends or I would be with family or my boyfriend or anything like that and it would be 10 o'clock at night. I would immediately say that there's no point in trying to go to bed early tonight uh, because I'm not going to wake up early tomorrow because it's past my 9.30 bedtime, it's 10 o'clock now and I'm not going to be asleep until 10.30 so the whole thing is ruined and I had a very absolute mindset around this and I do think that I am a bit of a perfectionist in that way which is not always a good thing so I would encourage you that if you are working on a establishing some sort of bedtime, make it vague enough to where you have like an hour or so wiggle room and you remove that pressure from yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. So my current bedtime goal right now is 10 o'clock and I usually look at that and I say, okay, as long as I'm asleep by 11, maybe I start winding down by nine. That's usually a good enough time frame for me to be able to be in bed on time and to get enough sleep. So when I wake up at the next morning, I'm feeling rested, recharged and ready to go. The second step to becoming a morning person is to remove all electronics before bed. And honestly, this is something that I still really struggle with and be totally frank with you guys. I went to sleep last night on my phone and ended up just falling asleep because my eyes hurt from basically eye strain and this is not a perfect science in the sense that I don't think that it's realistic to have no no phone before you go to bed no matter what. I do think that blue light has a massive impact on how you sleep and I've seen multiple studies and heard from you know an array of individuals that say that being on your phone or a computer before you go to bed can negatively impact how you sleep and it can impact how you fall asleep and how fast you fall asleep and all those things. But sometimes it's not realistic and I need a comfort show before I go to bed in order to feel tired enough to fall asleep. So I do think that there's a balance with that, but if I'm being completely honest, I would not have become a morning person if I didn't establish some sort of strict rule with myself regarding electronics before bed. So even though I have those nights where I want to watch a show before I fall asleep, I do think that there are other nights where I opt for a book and I do feel like I sleep better and there's kind of just less on my mind when I do it that way. So that's one of the benefits that I have seen from not being on your phone right before you go to bed is that you go to bed with a little bit of a clearer mindset. You're not thinking about a thousand things because think about what our phone really is. It's just this massive amount of information and content that we can just consume. And so it fills our brains with all this unneeded information that we can worry about tomorrow, but we shouldn't be worrying about right before we go to bed. So just keep in mind that there are benefits to not using electronics before bed, but also, I mean, we got to be realistic here and it does happen. So don't be too hard on yourself if that is something that you enjoy doing before bed. I know that for a lot of us, 
going to bed and that whole night routine, finishing it off with a show or a movie or anything like that can be something that is super relaxing and can actually encourage us to go to sleep. So really just listen to your body and listen to what works for you and your lifestyle. I think that that's a topic that I talk about in nearly every single podcast is that all of this advice is really just to try and help you become the best version of yourself and yourself is going to be determined by what you want for your life. And so there is a lot of flexibility there. So fees out what works for you. Maybe one night try not using electronics two hours before bed, then try one hour before bed, then try 30 minutes and really just kind of wean yourself off of needing to use your phone before you go to sleep because as much as I hate to admit it, I do feel like I experience a difference when I am not on my phone before I go to sleep and then versus like when I am on my phone. Okay, so step number three to how I became a morning person is positive reinforcement. And essentially what this is, is you're going to give yourself something to look forward to in the morning. And honestly, there are a ton of ways to do this. My personal favorite is the thought of morning coffee that definitely wakes me up in the morning. I'm like, okay, like I get to go make my little coffee. I have a whole little routine with it. I, you know, let the dogs out. I walk outside to the garden. I make my, while well, my coffee's brewing and everything like that. And it's just kind of a therapeutic thing for me to do in the morning and it lets me take maybe that 10 minute buffer to actually open my eyes wake up and get some sunshine and the reason i call this positive reinforcement not to make this sound like a dog training course but i mean it kind of has a similar idea to it and you know when you're training your dog and not comparing any of us to dogs but just the concept behind it but when you are training your dog Positive reinforcement shows them that whatever they just did has a positive impact. You know, they, they benefit from it in some way. There's something for them to gain and it makes them almost look forward to doing that action again. So for example, when I was teaching my little puppy how to sit, I would give him a treat every time he sat. And so when you're trying to build a habit for yourself or a routine for yourself, try to think of it in a similar way where you're almost training yourself to get into this new routine. So Maybe being a morning person isn't something that you necessarily have ever been good at because you like staying up late or because you just don't want to get out of bed in the morning. It's just too comfortable. Well, if you give yourself something to look forward to, to reinforce the idea that getting up in the morning is a good thing because I get to do X, Y, Z. Honestly, if there's one step that I want you guys to take from today's podcast, it is definitely going to be this one. Having some sort of positive reinforcement for myself every single morning whenever I get up and it can differ every single day too. It doesn't have to always be waking up in the morning, you know, getting fresh air and having a coffee because that kind of triggers something in my brain like, okay, I'm ready to start the day. It's giving yourself some sort of, I guess, like a go button also. Like in addition to being positive reinforcement, it's also like, okay, I'm pressing start on the day by doing this action. Another thing that I've seen people do that have really helped them with this, if you're really into clothes or fashion, if you plan out your outfit the night before, sometimes you can just be really excited to get ready for the day, get dressed, because that action is going to say, okay, I'm going to get ready for the day. This is positive. It makes me feel good. I'm excited about it. And so tomorrow when I'm waking up, that same emotion is going to be triggered in me because I get to look forward to doing something else. And honestly, if you want to look at this from almost like a bigger picture thing, it is something that can benefit you in life. This positive reinforcement concept can benefit you in life in pretty much any area. So for example, if you're trying to build a new habit or let's say, for example, it's you studying right now because, you know, we're heading back to school for a lot of us and 
you know, studying isn't something that maybe we all enjoy doing, but if you can give yourself some sort of small reward or, you know, positive reinforcement whenever you're making progress, it really does make a big difference on your entire outlook towards that subject. So for example, if you're trying to get into the habit of studying every day, maybe you also enjoy going to the library. If you combine those two things, something that you view as a positive and something that you view as not necessarily a negative, but just something that you're not super excited Excited to do so studying if you combine those two together sometimes they have a positive impact on each other and you begin to look forward to doing you know your studying or your homework because you get to go and enjoy time in the library you get to look for new books maybe you get yourself a coffee you need to really create an experience around something that you view as negative because that's what's going to encourage your mind and your body to want to do it again all right guys and the last step to how I became a morning person is the cold water splash now I'm sure you've guys have maybe at least heard of this before, but cold water triggers things in your skin, which then triggers dopamine and a bunch of other kind of chemicals that are flying around in your brain. So if you're someone who in the morning, say you are able to wake up, but you don't really feel day ready, like you don't feel like you are a functioning person yet, I would definitely recommend that you do some sort of cold water splash or cold water shower because it really does wake you up. I have a whole blog post about this. Actually, if you are interested in reading about it more in detail, it's over on my Medium blog on medium.com. But basically the whole thought process behind this is that the cold water can activate things within your mind that pump out adrenaline and dopamine. So what you're doing for yourself is you're giving yourself a cold water splash or shower in the morning, and that is going to wake you up and just get you ready for the day in a way that is easy to do. And it's not necessarily enjoyable to start off but there is part of me that looks forward to it because it makes you feel so refreshed and it just makes you feel a little bit more awake and the best part about this is that it is so easy to incorporate into your morning routine especially if you're trying to become a morning person giving yourself some sort of wake-up call in the morning aside from a blaring alarm clock can be really beneficial and I found that the cold water splash has had the best I guess like success rate for me as far as being able to stay awake and want to be awake following that cold water splash. Plus it's really quick and easy to do. It's not something that you really have to think about. You just kind of have to force yourself to do it the first few times and then eventually once you're in the habit of waking up, brushing your teeth, giving yourself a little splash, that kind of is what sets your day off right. So yeah, I definitely recommend trying that one out. Eventually you might get to the point where you don't feel like you need it every morning, but especially on those days where you just wake up feeling a little bit groggy, a cold water splash can just completely reset your brain and you just kind of feel more excited about the day. I don't know how it works or like the thought process behind that, but I do know that it impacts your dopamine, adrenaline, and everything like that. So it has had a positive impact on my mornings and it's been able to just wake me up when necessarily I don't want to in that way so I definitely think that if you are looking for ways to become a morning person definitely try to wake yourself up in a way that is quick and easy so another thing that I've heard here if you're not really like a cold water person and that's not your vibe I would recommend doing I think it's called a rocket start and so basically you're going to count yourself down in the morning three two one and then jump out of bed the feeling of jumping out of bed I believe it releases the same kind of like dopamine adrenaline that the cold water splash would and again this is just an easy way to incorporate some sort of action movement to just kind of jumpstart your brain, jumpstart your body into starting out the day. And another important thing to mention about both of those, I guess, like habits or tactics or hacks or whatever, 
both the cold water splash and jumping out of bed don't give you any time to really think about what you're doing. And I really think that that might be key here because when you splash your face, you're not really thinking about, oh my gosh, I don't want to get up in the morning or, oh my gosh, I have all this work to do or whatever might be on your mind. That's really not what you're thinking about. You're thinking about, okay, cold water is about to hit me in the face and I need to mentally prepare for that. And in the same way, when you're jumping out of bed, you're not giving yourself time to overthink it. You know, you're counting down from three, two, one, and then you're jumping. And in that time frame, you're focusing on counting out those numbers. And so I think that it is really important for almost have like a jump start to the day. So maybe that's what this step is really about. The cold water, the cold shower, the jumping out of bed or anything like that. You really are just marking your day by a quick jump start that is going to get your brain and your body on the right track. All right, guys, that's it for today's podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, feel free to give it a rate over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help this podcast get out to more people so we can all become morning people and just all have a great time and start our days off right. If you guys have any questions or comments about the podcast, feel free to DM me those over on Instagram. It's all linked in the description or it's at life with dot hope with two E's. But again, it'll be linked in the description if you want to chat with me there. I'd absolutely love that. But other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It honestly means the world to me. And I really hope that you were able to gain some valuable tips from today's podcast all about how to become a morning person. I'll talk to you all next week on Onwards and Upwards.